Hello everybody and welcome to the Portsmouth Running Podcast, episode one. Thank you so much. I'm really, really pleased that you're all here to join me and you've tuned in to listen to our very first show and excitingly our first guest. Yes, and uh, it's a really, really interesting one this week because I have chosen a guest who I have run with before and who I've known for a few years and who's become a really good friend. Uh, his name is Jason Skiro, and some of you may know him, some of you may have seen him running up and down the seafront as he does his commutes, mainly running up and down the Eastern Road during the week. Uh, and you'll often see him out on his long runs on the weekend, going uh, either around the island or up over Ports Downhill. Now, Jason Skiro has been an ultra runner for a number of years. His running career started quite early on in his early years, as we'll dive into in the interview. And Jason's had some, some very, very interesting results over the years in some of his ultra races that he's done. He's placed second at the Isle of Wight Ultra, uh, fourth place overall, fourth or sixth place overall uh, a few years ago in the Ultra, and he's had a really good result in some of the On the Whistle events. And Jason is just a runner who is very, very in tune with his body. Um, he's a man of, of much detail, as you'll find out in the interview, and just a real kind of thinker. And he's, he's really considerate to his running and to much of the thought that goes into his kit and to his training. Um, so yeah, just a general all-round, really knowledgeable guy, fantastic ultra runner, lovely, lovely person to be around, um, super positive and a great wingman to have on your runs. So uh, he's also been through some very interesting injuries. Well, I say interesting, horrible injuries, but um, as we'll, we'll discuss in the interview, he suffered from a bit of a back issue, um, which many people do. Uh, but yeah, it's just interesting to find out how kind of he, he got himself through that and how he was very disciplined um, through through that injury. So without further delay, we're going into the interview and hope you guys enjoy. Right. Jace, welcome. <laughs> we're, this is, that's it. We're, we're, we're into it. The, fir- the very, very first, um, first show. Yeah. So here we go. This is where you start acting all kind of like, uh, we're talking into a microphone. Yeah, we're just talking running, you're recording it That's this it. time. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and when, when are we not talking about running usually? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, Jace, um, yeah, thanks, really thanks for, for coming along and um, uh, having a beer with me and talking running. So, we'll get straight into it then. So, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and a little, maybe just a quick intro to your to your running and what you've, what you've been up to maybe a little bit recently and perhaps maybe even dive into some of the the earlier years tell us about how, about how you started running etc so over to you man oh, cheers dude no it's been uh nice to be invited for the first show so it's good Thank you. um yeah i've been running what 30 years now because i'm quite old so i'm 47 <laughs> uh found running actually when i left school i finished my gcse's and during that summer break before uh sick form i was like oh, a bit bored a bit of time on my hand after doing my gcse's and i don't know how it came about i just ended up running from south sea up to the top of Ports Downhill, see my nan, and run back. Um, I've never run before at all. I've never <laughs> run at school. It never interests me. Never had a talent for athletics or anything. And even then, at sixteen, I didn't have a talent. I just went up there and ran back. So for a youngster, that's quite that's quite strange, isn't it? Because you'd expect, like, as a youngster, like I'm just going to quickly go for a smoke or go into yeah. the uh, go to watch a cinema and stuff. But you're off running yeah. to see your nan. I, th- I think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I think. It's, um, 
I remember because that was uh, like 30 odd years ago, I used to run up, see my granddad and my nan, mm-hmm. and I used to have a fag with my granddad. Oh, that, well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> the, the, the fag was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, probably not as good as it sounds, but yeah, and run back. And yeah, I think ever since then, I've run weekly, did like nothing more than half marathons, but just basically always ran every week, few times a week. Mm. up and down the sea from and and did you enjoy it did you always enjoy it or were you like kind of you know oh my god that was hard work uh, i'm probably going to take a taxi next week I, would, I don't think i was i definitely was never a natural runner but i think that's what intrigued me about it was that the simplicity it's one foot in front of the other what can the body do mm. and i just i think being a lonely child or only child not a lonely child necessarily but an only <laughs> child <laughs> um I did spend quite a bit of time on my own, so I actually enjoyed my running because it wasn't a team sport. I just did my own thing, and it just always gave me good thinking time, and yeah, yeah. just generally enjoyed it. But wasn't good at it by any means. Just was good at putting one foot in front of the other. Really, so. it sounds like you were born to run. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to sorry to include yeah. the, uh, the the cliche book title there, but yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. I never realised, probably, yeah, I've I've, I've never really realize how much i love running mm. but i obviously do and it's come out a lot more in the last sort of six years where i've got more heavily into it and got into the, the further distances but it was just always just a almost like a routine part of my life that yeah. i did because when i left uh uni i used to spend quite a bit of time up in scotland and newcastle and various um neighbor establishments working for the mod mm-hmm. and this was before google maps so i drive all the way to glasgow find the digs and then I'd be like, right, put my running trainers on, put my shorts on, and just go and have a run round and find where I am. Fantastic. So hearing that, I, I, sound like, I sound like a fraud, like a running fraud who's found it later in life and just <laughs> was, was never really meant to do it, but I've accidentally come into it. So I think that's absolutely like, fantastic. It just sounds like such a natural thing that you, that you found so early on. I, I think it's really amazing. Um, so you've always lived in Portsmouth? Yeah, always, always kind of south sea area near the sea. Yeah, front, I can't live. So. Yeah, my new rule is if I can't carry a paddleboard down to it, <laughs> I'm not living there. So. The paddle, the paddleboarding. I'm yes, yeah. To, I'm looking forward to chatting yeah. to you about that. And and just earlier, you mentioned that you were into longer races. Now I think um, we'll we'll get into that a bit later. But yeah, you you're a long, really long distance runner. So you're doing kind of hundred milers and. Uh, yeah, I think uh, last six years since I read a certain Dean Canassus Ultramarathon Man book. Yeah. Back in 2013, I think I've done 16 ultras, so anything over a marathon. So I've really classed sort of 50 kilometres, 50 miles, 100 kilometres, 100 miles, and probably a half a dozen or dozen marathons. But yeah, I haven't really counted the marathons as the ultras yeah. count, which sounds a bit snobbish. But <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones that are ingrained in your, in your body and your mind, Absolutely, to be yeah. fair. So. Okay, so I'm, I'm just going to dig back a bit. Um, so for the, for the people out there who are listening... I think a lot of people will recognise you from their journeys in and out of the city, <laughs> yeah. uh, travelling up and down the Eastern Road, either on bikes or cars. They would have probably seen you at some point running up and down because you do a lot of travelling to and from work yes. by foot or by bike. Yeah. So you know, maybe tell us a little bit about that. I mean, obviously the, the commute to work is the perfect ideal distance for you to do a run, but you, you, go, you run to work, you run back, back from work, how does it work? Yeah, um, well, I work over uh, Langston, which mm-hmm. is seven miles door to door. So where they've done a decent job on the flood defences down the Eastern Road yeah, and on good. the other side now, rather Lido, you can just bomb up the Eastern Road. It's nice. You're next to the Milton Lakes and next to the sea. You see the sunrise. Got my headphones in and just bobbing along, really. And 
it's just much better than sitting in my car on the Eastern Road, walking oh. in front of the cars. But the amount of people I've bumped into yeah. that I'll see, whether it be at uh, Langston Tech Park where I work or just down the pub or anywhere, really, they're like, oh, you're that guy I always see down on Eastern Road. <laughs> you were always running. And like locally, there's certain people that just like know me as the running man or been called Forrest before because I just, I don't know, I've, I, as I said earlier, I take it for granted I just run. Yeah. And people are just, I think, amazed that I still run after 30 years, really, mm-hmm. and I'm, I still love it as much as I did when I was 16. Yeah. I think you've definitely built a, a reputation for yourself because uh, everybody knows you around the city, yeah. I think. I mean, I've even seen you uh, while leaving the city. In fact, it was, it was a couple of weeks ago we were going to see the fireworks. Oh, yes. And yeah, uh, yeah. we were driving out of the city and we just saw that, that very unique running style. Yes, you know, I've I was like, a very Jace. unique style, yeah. That's yeah. Jace. So if anyone, yeah, like six foot three with a mum bun that runs on his tiptoes. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't look the most elegant, but I'm very efficient, I say. Yeah. But I think the funniest one was, what, two years ago, because I sort of do a lot of training at lunch as well, whether it be Pilates or gym work. Mm-hmm. And I was in my local gym, and somebody, one of the gym guys came and said, oh, I've just seen you on YouTube. And I was like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, my mate was going down the Eastern Road, and it was like a four, six, or seven horizontal torrential rain, and he videoed you because he was stuck in a queue no of traffic on the East Road. Took a video of you running head down into this wind and rain and just put some commentary on it. I'm sat in a car, but can't be worse than him running in that. <laughs> and it was you. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I've never, I've never seen it, but yeah, it's just. It's were, you just enjoying, were you enjoying that moment, Art? I've always, yeah. You don't mind I the think, elements too much. I think I love running in the heat, but I love running in the seasons. Yeah. I don't mind the rain, I don't mind the heat, I don't mind the cold. If you've got the right gear on, it's fine. And I love that because it's the elemental part of it that you feel alive. You don't feel mm. alive because you're always in the sun. You can feel alive when you're in the snow. I love running in the slow mm. snow because it's crunchy and cool and grippy. Yep. Um, yeah, rain is probably not the best, but it's a different experience. Yes, it, absolutely. It changes it up. So. I completely agree with you. And you've got to have that contrast to be able to enjoy the opposite side of something. Don't yeah. You? I mean... Without it, without any contrast, there's nothing to enjoy. Exactly, so, yeah. yeah. I completely agree with you. But yeah, yeah, snow's the best one. We don't get enough of it in Pompey, but mm. when it's snowing, I just look so forward to it because if the city is gridlocked, you're obviously not on your bikes because it's a bit too slippy for that. But if you find the crunchy stuff that's not turned into ice, it's just a cracking run. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, so we've discussed a little bit about how you first started running. Did you? Was it a long time before you entered your first race or... Uh, was that was that kind of more recent years? Uh, I think my first one was actually the Snow's BMW Half Marathon when I was seventeen. Oh. I remember doing that, and I don't know why. I don't even remember why I did it. It was just a case of I was enjoying my running. I'd been at it about a year, um, and just thought it's a nice local event. It was before the days of the Great South, um, and yeah, I just entered it and really enjoyed it. And I can always remember walking around with girlfriends after walking around fine that evening and then after about two or three hours walking home and had the old really stiff legs oh my god what happened to my legs the john wayne walk yeah <laughs> yeah and that's the first one and i think i did that one on and off while it was on um was that was that what used what used to what, what was there before the great South? yes time? yeah and it, so it was a similar route was it yeah very similar yeah they ended up not doing it because it got so expensive to close off the roads etc right gotcha okay and uh, did you study in Portsmouth as well? Yeah, you... I went to, oh, I'm so old, it was Portsmouth Polytechnic, but by the time I graduated, it was Pompey Uni, so. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Great. So there was no, you didn't do track 
no, no. uni or anything? No, no. I think no cross country. No, no. Okay. I always cycled. I always cycled a lot. Living in Pompey, I wasn't a big car mm. fan, so I, I was always on BMXs, racers, mountain bikes from the age of sort of six upwards. Mm. Um, but I think also I did swim for Portsmouth between the age of eight and sixteen, and just swimming regularly every week for that period of time, almost built in that. Um, framework of I'm, I must be doing something active that gives sort of yeah, yeah gives the body something to do weekly and I've got yeah. a feeling maybe that's where the running came from I gave up swimming before my GCSEs and I was never going to be the best swimmer did my GCSEs and maybe it was that gap of not studying and then not having uh, that sort of routine of doing something yeah. so I don't know uh, yeah sounds like you've always you're, yeah, your body, you've always just enjoyed that natural kind of movement as long as your body's kind of yeah, I guess moving as such. Then, uh, yeah, yeah. Happy. It's, yeah. It's the best machine you'll ever get. <laughs> Absolutely. Good saying. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to write all these quotes down because you, you have some great ones. <laughs> and what you were saying earlier about um, running in the elements as well, uh, saying about having the right gear. It's always a mutual friend of ours, Colin, who, uh, oh, yeah. who has the best saying. And he said, yeah. there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yes. Absolutely love it. Okay, so... Um, so I think we, co- yeah, we covered a little bit about kind of how you how you started running and it, and I think it's just fantastic to hear how that just came across or it came, or it kind of started so naturally for you and I think I just think that's amazing. Like I said, it kind of makes me feel like a fraud. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you just got less injuries. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, so I thought maybe like we'd we'd get into some of the the, the meatier stuff now with um and and maybe touch on the diet. Now yeah. I know. Uh, we're going we're gonna to speak a little bit about you being a vegan and stuff. And, and oh, I know plant-based. Plant-based. Plant, sorry, yeah. plant-based. Plant-based. Yeah. We don't use the term vegan anymore. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. So, you're, so plant-based diet. Yeah. Um, and obviously I've, I've known you for a while now and uh, I, I know you, you're into some really, really good eating habits and I've seen a few of your things you cook and make at home and stuff and you've given me some fantastic ideas when I've tried to ha- kind of incorporate more of a plant-based diet myself. But yeah, tell us a little bit about the about your... Your, your change from meat, or your transition from a meat meat diet to to plant based when it when it started and you know I guess it was a long time ago for you so maybe talk, talk about some of the benefits you felt from that with yeah. your activity. I think uh, I didn't make a conscious decision to go vegetarian first, but when I left to go uh, away when I was at uni for a year, I did a sandwich year, and I actually found that after. A few months I wasn't I just wasn't choosing to buy meat it wasn't a conscious decision I remember when I left my digs after six months I remember opening the fridge freezer and the freezer and there was still a packet of um, fish fingers in there that I bought on the first week I was there okay. and I just lived off rice and pastas and vegetables and fruit and just because it, was, it was easy to do was it, it was just no easy... I just didn't like meat okay, and I right. think uh, like my dad's a Yorkshireman so he used to eat yeah, bread and dripping, kidneys, liver. Yeah, my mum and dad always used to say, oh, you're just too lazy to chew it. But it just didn't agree with me. And I actually found that after six months of being veggie and realising that I was vegetarian by choice, not for any other reason, um, actually I felt better for it. I lost about half a stone in weight out of nowhere. Um, felt better for it, more energised. More energized. So it just suited my lifestyle and just, I, I did feel a big benefit. Mm. Um, and then I've messed around with veganism for a few years, but never really found a good balance of having good natural food, yep. uh, a variety of food. 
mainly because I'm not very good at cooking, so I, but I've got better with some of the stuff. Good. But where it is a bit of um, a fad now, that's helped people like me that want to actually do it for health reasons, um, because there's much more variety out there now. Restaurants, um, health food shops, supermarkets. When, when, sorry, when, when did you find that there was a change in that? Because I know it's very recently, last couple of yeah, years, three years. I mean. Yeah, probably two years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. there's been a lot of good sort of um, research now into plant-based diets and actually how you can get all your vitamins and your minerals and your protein and everything you need. Mm-hmm. And because as a veggie, what I found I was doing after, because I turned veggie 30, well, when I was, what, 19? So just under 30 years ago. And I found just about three years ago, I was starting to get a bit lazy relying on eggs and cheese. Um, So a lot of dairy-based stuff. So I actually wanted to go a bit more pure and just take it to the next level, which was obviously plant-based. And I did that, uh, what, a year and a half ago uh, now, and just been a phenomenal change that I've noticed, yeah. So I don't do it for, like it's great because it helps the environment naturally, which is a brilliant, brilliant But you're doing it for yourself, for your health. I'm doing it because it works for me. It's so helped my running, my recovery's better. I think my endurance is better. I've always had good guts for long events anyway, so Mm. we'll probably talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can pretty much eat any sort of plant-based or veggie food and not Mm. suffer. Um, That's that's one thing I'm really jealous about. (laughs) We run long together. Yeah. And in my experience, people, and this this may just be purely because of the people I've met and encountered, but I find that people who are plant-based seem to have a better time of it with their stomach, yeah. generally on races, hence why I'm trying it, trying it for a yeah, few months. Yeah, yeah, good man. Yeah. Um, and it, as I say, it doesn't work for everyone, but I think mm. it's got to be worth a try, because if it's going to make you recover, and it's good for the environment, you feel better, you run harder, you run longer... Why wouldn't you really? But it's not going to work for everyone. So. I well, I think with, when you're eating meat and dairy and all the general rubbish snacks you get, I think people are people find it easier to eat, don't they? I mean, yeah. it's, it's convenient. So I think it's just more the time and, and effort it takes, like you say. But you've you've been pretty good at that. Yeah, and it also increases the variety of what you eat mm. because you you because you're not eating dairy or butter and certain other derivatives of yeah. dairy. You're naturally finding other stuff to eat and Absolutely. different. Uh, plant-based foods and yeah my variety so I think I get a lot more vitamins minerals now mm. than I've ever got and it feels like I do that's for sure yeah okay have you by any chance seen game changers oh recently? yes yeah, you have yeah. Seen game changers. okay I don't want to go into that too much yeah. but I know it's been a big kind of topic of discussion around veganism and and plant-based food and in fact it was uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast recently he, oh yes yeah I have got that now okay yeah. so he had the uh, he had the guy who was the mixed martial artist from the film Chris Ah, oh, the one that was, had the knee injury trying to, exactly, trying to boost same. his recovery, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. It ha- he has him and a scientist or a, 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 I think he's a, um, he may be a nutritional expert or some, some kind of doctor, and they actually had a live debate just a couple of weeks ago on the show on Joe, on Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it's just funny how this is the two clashing opinions. Yeah. And they ended up arguing a lot about the messages in the film and, and who got the stats right and how they read the stats. But it seems that... Um, I think for me the takeaway point from what I've read so far is that vegan may be good for you, yeah. but then for some other people it might be better for them to have meat because they, yeah. they may get they may their bodies may respond better to it. So exactly, I guess it's a personal thing, really. Yeah, would you agree with that? Definitely, yeah. I, I just think that because been running distance for six years now, that kind of diet to see that have a really positive impact when I'm doing the mm. long distances to me just speaks volumes. It's not as if you sort of just 
um, doing shorter stuff where you might not necessarily notice it as much yep. when you're running for sort of 20 plus hours on a vegan diet and you're feeling stronger than you did before mm -hmm. considering what you're putting your body through at that time just yeah speaks volumes for me yeah as a runner no, no, i think that's amazing that's really good good something good to take away and uh listen i've got to ask and, and um i've got a, just a quick quick short intro to it i went around to jason's house uh one day and i've been around to your house a few times <laughs> jason goes into his cupboard because he's cooking something on the stove and he pulls out this you pull out this jar oh right? yeah the scoby one yeah a scoby, a scoby <laughs> yeah. you call it but it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a live yes yeah, symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast called a or the drink's called kombucha. And the drink's called kombucha. kombucha. Scoby's what makes it, yes. Please, like, just, just, <laughs> just quickly, just for a couple of minutes, because we're going to move on to your running. Yeah. Tell us what that is, because honestly, this thing, it looked like some kind of... Squished jellyfish. Well, it looked like some kind of science specimen <laughs> in a jar yeah, that yeah. had been preserved over 100 years. Yeah. Tell, tell us a bit about what that is. I'm just curious. Yeah, it's just... Um, I'd seen it in a health food shop. Somebody at work had said to me about, oh, haven't you heard about kombucha? I'm like, what's that? And it's basically like your probiotic yogurts. It's the equivalent of a drink, mm -hmm. but actually, that it, it's really easy to make. And I'm as you're probably hearing about the plant-based stuff. And my running, I like simplicity and purity. Rather than buy it and be overproduced, all you do is you make a pot of black tea with yep. loads of sugar in it. Let it cool down. You buy one of these scobies online. I can't believe or you scoobies, buy them scobies. online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and then you just put it in with a little bit of the taster tea into it. And then you basically just let it sit for anywhere between three days and a week. And basically this disc of jellyfish thing lets react with the tea and the sugar and the yeasts and the bacteria mm. and releases all these little nutrients. You take it out after three to seven days and then you're left with however many litres of this kombucha you've got. Brilliant. And I have it every morning as my routine. Mm -hmm. I even actually mix it with my tailwind now oh, okay. when I do my runs ah, with a bit of beetroot juice as well. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. And what was the other stuff that you, spirulina you used to drink as well? Oh, spirulina. Yeah. still take spirulina tablets okay. occasionally. Yeah, that's a good sort of superfood as well. So Brilliant. There. Like from an algae. Anybody listening want to go and look up kombucha or scobies, yeah. go and check it out. I think they even sell them on Amazon. So yeah. <laughs> It's funny because people at work are like, Whenever I speak to you, I'm always making notes about new stuff I've not heard of that I need to try. But yeah. yeah, there's some really good stuff out there. And we've seen in our uh, running sort of lifetimes that the technology on trainers and obviously rides of mm. hockers and uh, brands like that. Don't get me started on hockers. Yeah, I, yeah no, that's, a whole, yeah, that's a whole conversation on its own. Um, but also on uh, nutrition, like tailwind. Then you play taking more plant-based because mm. obviously tailwind's um to plant based as yep. well there's just i think in the in the time i've been running ultras for six years the supplementary stuff of better running shoes better running tech waterproof jackets and then actually the fuel you put in because we're always training our muscles yeah yeah why well, we've got to train the insides yeah you don't put diesel in a ferrari do you i'm never going to be a ferrari i'm, sure so I'm, sure I'm trying to put the best i can in to make get <laughs> any improvement so brilliant so um yeah, thanks for that. That's really interesting, and uh, yeah, just some some takeaways for for people who um, you know, who might be interested in trying a plant based diet. So I guess if anybody hears us and they see you out, they're always welcome to kind of join you for a jog or join you for a few miles and and chat plant based diet. Because I think you're you've done it for so long now that yeah. you've probably you got a lot of experience in there. So mine is just looking at the back of of um, biscuit packets, trying to work <laughs> out which ones I can and can't have. <laughs> thanks, Jay. It's brilliant. So um, onto the running. Right, this is uh, this is this is a good part. So, 
You said earlier that you did the BMW Snows Half Marathon yep. when, you were, when you were 17. That's great. And now you're running 100 milers, which yeah. in yeah. a lot of people's minds is an insane distance. And I know we've, we've done a couple together. Two or three. Three, yeah. Nearly yeah. three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did DNF. <clears throat> we won't go into that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, tell us a bit about um, perhaps maybe what you've done over 2019 and if you want to kind of lead into it with some of the some of the earlier stuff, maybe the, maybe start with London to Brighton or something. Yeah, and how think... you uh, did your first hundred k? Because obviously you've done some shorter runs up until that point. Yeah, and then you decided at some point somehow yeah. that you were going to go and you wanted to try these long ultras. So how did that all come about? Were you inspired through something? Did you read a book or yeah? Tell us how that all happened. Yeah, this is that um, Dean Canassa's book uh, said about earlier where the ultra uh, marathon man. Yes. And I can't even remember how the book got into my possession. Um, but I usually take a book on holiday with me. And I think I somehow got that one. My wife might have bought it for me because I do like a running book. I think it fell from a shooting star because <laughs> you, were, you were always destined to do this. Yeah, I just remember reading the first few pages where Dean Canassus is on a highway somewhere waiting for pizza to be delivered. And I'm like, what's this about? And then reading into it and just being in awe of anyone that could run more than a marathon, let alone what Dean Canassus has been able to achieve in his career. But 100 miles being obviously the pinnacle, really, of most ultra Seems to be the focus of the yeah. pinnacle point now, doesn't it, nowadays? I mean, I know there's longer and, and probably shorter distances. Oh, yeah, it's getting more extreme, definitely. 100 just seems, seems to be that, that line, that one double zero. It yeah. just seems to be you know, kind of a big talking point. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought, God, I've been running for 20-odd years, quite always been reasonably fit, but, oh my God, that's just amazing. And mm. I don't know, I, I just thought, oh, I'm going to give it a go because the body's a great machine. I'll just see what's capable. And I, my plan in my head was every week I try and run for 15 minutes longer. And I just did that for months. Okay. And then all of a sudden I was in the 30s. And it's like, oh. And at that point I was running 30s in, tra in just training runs mm -hmm. and I still hadn't done ever done a marathon 30, competitively. Oh, that's incredible, isn't it? 30 miles in a training run and you've yeah. never actually raced yeah. a marathon. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. And just thought, oh, I like this and I enjoyed it. And, and which, what, what year was that? Just so I can kind of place it in your, uh, in your That history. would have been 2012. 2012, okay. Yeah, because I did so. my first proper race in 13. So my first ever race was Portsmouth Coastal Marathon. Uh -huh. In 2012. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I think it was the second or third time they run it. Right. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. That was your first marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because my training had been going well, and I thought, well, actually, let's let's get that marathon nailed. Not done that. Um, Even though you'd gone longer. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 It's just, and just, I was just really enjoying it. It was almost like my right weekend, Sunday morning, I'll go out and go for a long run. Mm. Um, and then the year after, I did uh, an extreme event round the Isle of Wight, Extreme Challenge, mm -hmm. okay. I think that's the name of them, and it was a multi-stage, you know, it was run, run round the so Isle of Wight. Over two days? Yes. Yep. Okay. Run round the Isle of Wight over two days, and I thought, oh, I'll give that a go, it looks alright. I was really nervous, um, went into it, small event, really well run uh, by the team, um, stopped in a hall overnight, and just kept myself to myself, and just in awe of these people that were like all around me, that they've done all this stuff, and I'm trying to do my first ever one. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You pretty just, much do, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And I remember meeting this really, really lovely lady that was a ex-UK ultra runner. Mm -hmm. And I met her on the first day and we bimbled around the first half of the Isle of Wight together. And I was just, she was just telling me about how far she'd run and 
where she'd run in the world and she was in her 50s and just do you remember her uh, name at all? Um, Angela Angela okay. I, I don't just remember in case her. she ever I listens to this podcast I see her at the Portsmouth um, Coastal uh, Marathon oh, you do? most years yeah because oh, I always give her a yeah because she always remembers me because her son was called Jason and was a similar age see that that for me is like such a strong kind of point of running isn't yeah, it? yeah. just amazing she how everything's connected she was great absolutely great and, um, and then on, on the first day I sort of finished I think we were second because we just kept running together and we finished second it's like that's a bit okay isn't it there you are first 100k yeah, yeah, yeah. Impo- feeling imposter syndrome <laughs> yeah. and then you come in second place yeah. amazing and absolutely then on the second amazing. day got a bit lost and had a struggle um, and, but still came in I think sixth overall okay. and Angela was really chuffed for her because she got first lady Brilliant. But all of a sudden, and I remember my wife and my kids meeting me at Cows, thinking, that's not bad. It's, yeah, came sixth. Don't get me wrong, I'm still not and will never be the quickest, but in a small that's local a event, I result. did okay. Yeah. That's a really good result. And the Isle of Wight is one of my favourite routes. I've cycled around it so many times. I just found that all of a sudden, everywhere I'd cycled, I was starting to run. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it be the South Downs, the Isle of Wight, London of Brighton that we've done together. Mm. But yeah, and I, I just... And then it's like, right, I've done, done that, which was 70 miles over two days, yeah. and then did the Centurion South Downs Way 50 uh, the year after. They're a great, they're a great oh, race organisation, aren't they? Just, just the best, just yeah. the best. I always remember going, describing it to someone after saying it was like a, a 50 mile buffet run with kids' parties all the way along. Yeah, just a nice table set yeah. up with hats and but sweets. And, yeah, yeah, really, really good setup. Great people, as you know, mm. great organisers, yeah. just. Yeah, really good, really good. And in that one, I think I was top 30 or 40. And again, never the best, but always what I'd say is um, reasonable. That's really good. That's, that's was, definitely top of the top of the field finisher, so that's yeah. a really another good result. So. Well, it's always diesel engine, never a petrol, so I'm never going to be top 10, but I'll always get round and enjoy it. Yeah. And yeah, and I do. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I'm in awe of you, always able to get through those runs, most of the time intact, and <laughs> your head together... Whereas I'm just like bitching and moaning the whole way around. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I have had my moments. You have had your yeah, moments. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, the, we'll, we'll, the first hundred. We'll go into that. We'll go into that. Yeah. So, so those, I guess those, so you. So those were the early ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 again, just a massive shout out to Centurion because oh. they are they are absolutely brilliant. And yeah, James Elson. James Elson running there. The whole team. Yeah, yeah. yeah they are and just absolutely brilliant. Really, really good. They've got such a good thing going. They're such a good good group of people that seem to go back year on year, and obviously they've got new runners coming through the ranks all the time. So it's brilliant. Um. <laughs> And obviously, everyone listens to the podcast as well. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Dan Lawson as well, legend. <laughs> yeah, absolutely absolute legend. legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to you guys if you ever listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, right uh, now, I don't. Want I to think that's of... when I met you actually. After I'd done the fifty, it was because it was, I remember yeah. having a discussion with you yeah. about running around the Isle of Wight and yeah. the books. Yeah. And in fact, that kind of from there led me on to start doing and thinking about these long runs. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> Brilliant. I blame you for all the sicknesses and illnesses I've had and injuries. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you've been flying. Well, I'm still in awe of your, your Rolls-Royce engine there that can just go forever. So Yeah, but I'll still play catch-up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll probably get that. It's a bit like a tortoise and the hare with you and I. I'll get you back yeah. in the Great South Run, yeah? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And so, park run. And park run, yeah. Sometimes. And a marathon. <laughs> Okay, let's 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 not let's not push the boat out there a little bit. Yeah, you're embarrassing me. Um, okay, so obviously, yeah. So Centurion events introduced your first ones there, and where? So I don't want to dip out of the running too much, but at yeah. some point you had an injury. Yeah, that was that, 
that yeah. took you out for a while, and that yeah. was that was not too far off from that point. I no, guess. that was after I really enjoyed those two events. Was still running weekends and long runs. Started to run with you, um, and you and I started to scheme. I think you planted the seed, not me. You were the one that like came into it a bit later than I, only a year or two, but definitely had the enthusiasm. And we started to scheme about our first hundred kilometer. Yeah. That's right. Um, and we put in for a 50 kilometre in the, I think it was the, the October, the nine bar. The nine bar, yeah, yes. Yeah, that was my first ever yeah, ultra. Yeah. yeah. I ended up going on my own. Yeah. Thanks, that September. <laughs> you were out. I was doing, I'm, I always remember because my, oh, it was not my wife and my uh, eldest were not happy because it's a typical runner. My eldest's uh, birthday on the Sunday, taking her and a friend and her sister to um, one of the theme parks, Paltons, I think it was. And as ever, all I thought, right, she's got her presence. We've got an hour before we go. I'll just go and do some intervals on the beach quickly before we go to Portland's Park. What if I'm it? getting tortured by Peppa Pigwell for the day, <laughs> I'm going to go and do some intervals quickly. And yeah, I think the second interval, I was running on uneven on the shingle. And I'm six foot three, so my back's never been the best, but mm. I never had serious back issues. And just something went, and it was like, oh. And did, like you, actually, did you actually felt something? Yeah, pop- I felt like I'd been shot in the. Uh, Arse cheek, because it was. Did you, did you check you hadn't actually been shot? In the yeah, yeah. Cheek? Well, to be fair, I thought did had I actually just pulled my glute mm. or say the top of my hamstring? But yeah, that's the best way. It was okay. like there's a sniper a around you and shot me. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, that's not right. And then as a typical runner, I was like, oh, I won't do my intervals, but I'll still run home. <laughs> From Paltons Park? No, no, oh. from the beach. Oh, from the beach. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. From the beach. And then I got home and thought, oh, this ain't right. Got in a hot shower, still not right. And it just was deteriorating quickly. And I remember trying to get myself in the car to go to Paltons Park with a car full of girls. And halfway up the Eastern Road, I was in agony. At, like, pr- yeah. Okay, so this was pre-Portons Park. Yeah, Sorry, so yeah. I had to get my wife to turn me around, dump me back at home. So they all went to Portons Park without me. Literally and just booted you out the car, boof, get out. <laughs> I think I was yeah, almost crawling, yeah. Uh, set the bed up downstairs, and that evening I had to call the doctor out. Wow, um, okay, and, so that's, that's serious yeah. stuff. And yeah. slipped a disc, basically, my L5-S1. Okay. So yeah, saw physio for a few months, and the doctor was like, look, let's give it three months of physio, um, see if it'll naturally go back. And it just didn't. And the annoying thing was I could do cycling, gym work, everything other than run okay and you know what it's like as a runner if i can't run no no I'm not the, the world's not yeah. spinning yeah I, so it was yeah. a case of doctor said well it's three months you're not running it's not going to sort itself out so you either give up running or we operate so it was a very quick decision for mm-hmm. me i did a risk-based view of it weighed it all up spoke to other people that had the op uh so september slipped the disc had the disc removed in january and you still managed to drag my sorry ass from London to Brighton <laughs> on a hundred kilometre run. Uh, okay, so a challenge well, yeah, to yeah, it, yeah. Well, it? you say drag your ass. I might have got you there to the start line, <laughs> maybe in help there. But you actually dragged my sorry ass oh, from yeah, London yeah, to Brighton. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Towards just oh, before Ditchling Beacon. Yep. That's still one of my oh. favourite photos. Oh. You at the top of Ditchling with the lady you were raising money for her young. That's uh, right, boy. Uh, Felix. Yeah. Yeah, and Vanessa, wasn't it? It was Vanessa. Yeah, at the top yeah. of Ditchling. And you just had no blood in your face at all. You were just like oh, Casper no the Ghost. No. And every time we run past it on the Centurion events, doing the, yep. I always start down and say, yep. remember this? Absolutely. It's just yeah, yep. one of my not favourite uh, moments for you, but you, you dragged yourself through it, didn't you? That was... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it, it, I mean, it nearly put me off 
ultra running to be fair because <laughs> I thought you know if I have to go through that kind of illness yeah. during the runs I, I didn't want to do it but like I think I think that day Sheena and my kids had been ill so it might it might have been that I picked up a bug or something yeah. during the run but yeah it was it was awful but thank you for no, helping me oh, get around I've never seen where you had cramped in you in that cramped station what did I have for breakfast I had a Snickers bar and a packet of beef jerky for breakfast yeah that was your beef jerky I'm mm. gonna oh it was a salt tablet <laughs> and just salt tablets all the time bang bang I mean I was completely new I mean it was one of the, one of the, it was the longest yeah. one we'd ever done so uh, yeah beef jerky yeah. salt tablets that yeah. was your diet of choice yeah it's, I guess it's the equivalent of diving into a pool when you can't swim yeah, for the yeah. first time isn't it it's, I mean you just do it yeah, but do you learn. remember what rescued you Coke. this is top tip yeah Coke, it was Coke. a Coke one and what do we see at Centurion events flat Coke yeah Coke there's a reason is, for it Coke is a winner yeah. right. <laughs> so running Coke is a winner <laughs> Yeah, I mean that London to Brighton. You 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 really enjoyed that race, didn't you? I mean, we stayed up in London the night before. Yeah. Uh, we went down for some photos and just to kind of uh, register ourselves the day oh, before. Yes, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, wh- what did you think of that race? And it's another action challenge. Event. Yeah, they are really good, and I like the mix of it. You can jog it, you can run it, you can walk it, and they're really big events. They're probably because I am well, you know, and you're probably on a par with me as far as navigation is concerned. Not yep. a strong point, is it? Nope. No. We get, we get lost we in go. a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> we, come out, we come out the entrance and go, how do we get there? Yeah. So GPX yep. files are just, right, if it hasn't got a GPX file, I'm not running it. <laughs> <laughs> just and even when it does, we worry. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And even yeah. then it's like, oh yeah, let's be careful. So the challenge events are as well um, signposted as the Centurion um, so yeah, you, you're always seeing the markers, etc. So that's always really strong with them. Um, and yeah, I just like their events. And you usually, you, I always choose to raise uh, charity money when I do those events as well, like who, you did. Who have you raised? Who have you raised money? Um, Heart Foundation. Okay. Yeah, British Heart Foundation. Uh, on the times I've done it, because that was the Isle of Wight that I did recently, actually. I did okay. As well. Is it, is it reason that you chose British Heart Foundation? Um. Not really, no. Okay. I think it's just so no family, no family story no, or link or anything. No, I just like think no, okay. it's a really strong. It's like again going back to the simplicity of running. The heart's at the centre mm. of everything we do. It pumps the blood round. Um, so yeah. yeah. So again, I, I love I love that natural feel you bring to everything. Jace. There's always like a, like a really good reason. You're a man of detail. You know? I, I, I absolutely love it. When you when you dig these things out of you and you find out why you make your decisions and stuff, I think it's I think it kind of helps illuminate what what a what a character you are with with not a character but. What an interesting person you are, because it seems like you a lot of the decisions you make around your running have a lot of kind of like, you know, they're 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 very natural, right down to the core, effectively. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I always always that's why I always feel like a fraud. Like I say, I keep saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely not that. <laughs> so, um, before London to Brighton, we also took part in. Do you remember the on the whistle events? Their first ever Wickham oh, whistle. Oh, yeah, that was the month before, Wickham, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we did a that was your first ever six hour timed event as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, how did how did you find that? That was Awful, on the old railway line. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was it. Was a really hard year for me that year because mm. I had the back surgery. I was able to run again, but it was a good year. Even with doing the six-hour event and the um, London to Brighton, I was still struggling for over a year where I had the the nerve damage still, so the calf mm-hmm. wasn't firing. Yes, that's right. And I, yeah. I'm like my park run times were awful mm. embarrassingly awful and you know when you've got yourself to a certain level as i say i'm never great but you've got your own standard yeah and i was nowhere near it when i did that six hour people were buying past me at the start and i just had nothing but i got round yeah yeah london yeah. of Brighton. i got round so 
whilst they were hard times, they were quite euphoric times because I got through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the end of the year, I was starting to turn it around. But it was a hard time. But that's why, obviously, your enthusiasm and just love of it just pulled me along because I think I was in quite a dark time at that year because it was just hard graft and my body just well my left leg was not doing what I wanted it to do Mm. and it was really frustrating Mm. and I'm not getting any younger and it's like is this going to is this me going forwards yeah and obviously I've turned it around since and got stronger etc and isn't it isn't it I think there's something to be said there or something to something to, to pull out of that is that when you're in a difficult position like that and you know with your injury and your and your recovery and your thinking it's not going as well as it as it was and nothing's healing properly and and then you get out of it when you look back you isn't it such a such a beneficial lesson to have been through yeah and it's such a you know when you're in it you, you can't see out of it there is there is no way out but afterwards what the benefit of of doing it i mean i guess it's similar to finishing a long race yeah when you're in it it's hard work it's graft when you get to the end, it's a huge payback. Yes. And although you didn't want to go through that necessarily because it did affect your running for the year, you you have been through it. And it's it's a story of having a problem and getting out of it. Yeah. And it's, I think, uh, I think I spoke to you after about how can I sort of share the message that when you have back surgery and you're having those issues, don't give up. You mm. can get through it. If I got through it, most people can get through it. I don't yeah. see why not. Um, massive takeaway there massive yeah takeaway. yeah and it's just I think I'm quite a belligerent runner mm-hmm. I'm just very determined person uh, I'm just quite yeah belligerent I think that's probably the right <laughs> name for it to be fair so those moments were dark moments but as you say got through learnt a lot and hopefully other people listening will hear that if they're having similar troubles and mm. that just endeavour I saw a physio I now see a physio not as often as I should, but usually about monthly now. So the up and running team down at Roco oh, yes. and Katie yep. in particular, absolute legend. Shout out. Yeah, she's <laughs> been looking after me all these years. Um, and I've realised at the age of 47, I found ultra running when I was 40 to keep doing what I love at that level. Well, not that level, but at that distance. I need to help my body do it. Mm. And that's with physio. I do Pilates now. I do other things to supplement my running yeah yeah um i'd like to touch on on, on that actually a little bit because I'd, I'd be interested to hear about your pilates experiences oh, yeah and obviously a little bit about maybe the paddle boarding and stuff but just quickly while we're on the running and not, not quickly I'd, I'd like to hear a lot about it tell us about your first hundred mile experience oh. <laughs> because that's obviously you know i get questions myself about hundred yeah. miles you know when people find out you do those distances they everyone always wants to find oh 100 miles how do you do that and, yeah you know i mean I've, I've sat through and chatted to people in Portsmouth about 100 mile training and stuff and you know it's just funny how it is so quite similar to marathon training effectively I mean a lot of people think that you're doing you're out doing 60 mile runs and 70 mile runs as training yeah, but yeah. it's not the case but tell us um, well, yeah, about how the first 100 mile experience came uh, what race you did and yeah what happened happened within the race did you come away with anything afterwards and so, so, so what, which race was it? Centurion, 100 miles, South Arms Way, with your good self. With my good self. I had to yeah. ask you the question, yeah, 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 yeah. because you're talking on the podcast. Yeah. And we were yeah. both going into it as 100 mile virgins, weren't Correct. we? Yeah, yeah. and it was a friend of mine, Del, who got me oh, to sign yes. up. Yeah, and then he told us about how he bailed and how horrific it was. Yep. But he didn't tell us about that. No. <laughs> when <laughs> Thanks, we signed Del. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Del. But he, yeah. he, he, he ended up being really right. You know, that it's a great run. Isn't yeah. It? It's fantastic. Yeah. But that's probably the only run that I've gone into, I didn't feel trained up enough because I got injured about 
two and a half, three months out with that foot injury that kept me out for pretty much March to the middle of April, which was like not very long, leaving me to then mm, just get that right, extra yeah. block in. So, but yeah, having you by my side, we had our wingman Colin at like the last 20 miles yeah, to pick us up and great. drag our sorry asses. Yeah. And I think we, we, we went well for the first 70, didn't we? Mm. Um, oh no, sorry, no. I hit the wall. You had a little wobble at, at, I had a 50, wall, yeah. at yeah. wall at 50 and I've yeah. never hit the wall other than that one mm. race. And it was just, I was glued to the seat at 50. Yeah. I thought I was never going to get up. When I did, I walked it out, a bit like you when you've had your cramps. Walked it out, you were by my side, got through it. We were strong till 70. And then there's just nothing that prepares you for that. No, it's... Um, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't quite fit enough, but I was pretty fit. But I now know I wasn't fit enough because yeah. of that injury. But again, we were just both belligerent. I remember you almost sleep running, weren't you? I, yeah. I, I actually fell asleep a couple of times while yeah. running. Not not out, out, but yeah. just completely zoned out. And then you snap out of it instantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's quite and that was hard work, but we got through it, didn't we? It was... Uh, mm. We didn't get it done in a day like we tried to do the sub twenty four, no. which was the Holy yeah. Grail. But it was but, an, it was an attempt to see how we just draw a line and yeah, say right. And done that, what was the time? Yeah. And also to just, it's still amazing. I can still remember reading that book, thinking, "How do people do it?" Mm. And now we talk about it, and it's it's still a bit surreal. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. like, did my body really do that? I know <laughs> I've done it three times and the other stuff, but. It still feels almost like an out of body kind of thing. Like it wasn't quite you there. It was, yeah. a, it was a dream. Did it actually happen? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. But then we went back the year after and absolutely nailed it, didn't we? And that's when we met Dave Harvey. And yep. I think we took, what, six hours off our time a year later? Yeah. <laughs> six hours, did it in a day. Yeah. Did about 20, just over 20 hours for, yeah. the, for the 100, which was good. And we've done um, a few 50 milers and 50 kilometers in the middle of that as well. So you've had a, you've had a massive, massive experience now, I think, with. with ultra running I mean like I say 16 16 races yeah I think with a few hundreds now, yeah. so. um, what do you think of the South Downs Way Path do you, do you like it oh it's fab it's just I think I like to be a most uh, we like you and I love reading our running books don't we and mm -hmm. our running training books and always trying to learn and improve yeah. and I think that whole um, emotional buy into an event yeah. that's why Isle of Wight South Downs Way to me London to Brighton I've cycled all of those routes mm. and I've done it because they're beautiful and they're just, you're in the elements out there, you're seeing wildlife, no cars. It's such a nice path, isn't it? Fantastic views. It's nice underfoot, beautiful views. Oh. Especially when you get to the second half of the South yeah. Downs. I mean, how do you find kind of being able to see the sea on one side? Yeah. And then just stretches of farms yeah. on the other side. It's, it's incredible. And it's just, yeah, if you're going to run 100 miles, to have that kind of scenery is fantastic. Would you recommend that race to anybody who wants to try their first 100 miler? Would you say the South Downs Way is a good, a good intro run? Yeah, I, I would, definitely. Mm. And and just the Centurion races, uh, just they're so well supported. Yeah. They're, just, they're just fab. And I love the fact that we can all run. Some of us run fast, some of us run far, some of us run slow. Mm. But we can all run. We're all runners. And on Centurion, you've got three, 400 runners, all of mixed ability, just trying to get through it yeah. in our own special way. Um, so yeah their events are great and that course is just you know what we've done I think I've done the 53 times now room for it next year again mm -hmm. um, we've okay. done the 100 twice haven't we yep so yeah just love that course love mm. that course I'm sure at some point you'll be uh, you'll be heading back there for another for another go yeah <laughs> well next year is all about can I do sub 20 on 100 okay so you're so you're lined up to do which 100 again 10th path again 
we did it this year, didn't we? Which was, I, I was thinking, well, if we can do 20 and a half on a lumpy course, mm. we should be able to do sub 20 on a flat course. No. <laughs> things no. things at that distance do not translate no. like they should on paper. No. They, it just doesn't happen. Well, I think some people have said to us, haven't they? The trouble is, you're not going up and down. You, uh, um, so you're just pounding the same muscles all the time. Yeah. And by the way, it gets cold at night and it's like, all no, right. I keep using the same muscles. Mm -hmm. So top tip is always do a squat at every aid station is one, yep. one of my top tips. Um, but yeah, that was so cold. It got it. Um, so I've never been that that cold running in my life, and mm. I had layers on. Um, yeah. Because the year before in 2018 they had hot weather, didn't they? Yeah, but then it went. It, it swung the other way, didn't it? It went. Like, uh, it was blistering, it. and then went. Freezing sort of zero cold. at night. Oh, that was so, so cold. If, oh. yeah. if there's anything I don't like, it's being yeah. that cold when you haven't bought what you what you know what yeah. you should in terms of gear. So, but again, that's another lovely course along the Thames, all the mm. posh houses, all the people drinking prosecco and beer on <laughs> yeah. the back of their boats as we're just belligerently moving forward, one foot in front of the other. <laughs> Have you ever had people on on course stop you and go, "So it's where have you guys oh, run yeah. from?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and what do they do when when you tell them? They usually look at you, look at whoever they're with, look back at you and go, huh? You've really? run from Winchester yeah. or, or uh, Oxford? Yeah. Really? Yeah. But yeah. That's, that's, I think that's what my brain does at times myself. It's like, really? Yeah. Are you really, have you done that, going to do that? But That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why like, we just turn it into a waffle-a-thon, don't we, really? That's yeah, why I mean, you, you just get a chance to catch up with everything and then you have your I think I'll waffle, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I tend, I t if I get a little bit ill, I tend to go and go a bit quiet for a while and then and then get back into it. But yeah, no, I, I actually really enjoy waffling along. And yeah. How many other runners do you meet? And Yeah. I mean, we, were, oh, we yeah. Met, met up with Russ at the Thames Path last year. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was really good. Right, so uh, so that yeah, interesting. I mean, it's just incredible that you've gone, that you've run for that long, and kind of found the hundred mile distance. You know, I just think it's a it's a really really inspiring running story, effectively, from when you were when you were seventeen years old running that half marathon yeah. and running for a fag with your with your granddad. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's absolutely brilliant. And, yeah. and now look, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you could tell him now, now oh, it would no, be yeah. amazing, wouldn't it? It'd be absolutely incredible. So. Um, I guess we'll, we'll kind of start to, to wrap things up in a sec, but, um, but I did want to ask quickly about the paddle boarding and any other kind of like cross training stuff that you do. So oh. the Pilates and paddle boarding in particular, I know you're better. So, yeah. so, I mean, do you do that, do you do that purely out of enjoyment or do you find that those two things complement the running and yeah, tell us a bit about, about it. Yeah. Well, I've done, I've always done gym work ever since 13. I've always done a little bit of gym. Um, it doesn't show. It doesn't, it really <laughs> doesn't, really no, honestly, yeah, I soon realised that, yeah, I'm never going to get like that, yeah, um, but I always enjoyed it, so a lot of cross training, a lot of, again, just simple push-ups, squats, bench, that kind of really simple kind of exercise, um, I loved, and it's good for your bones and the density, but I'd always done a bit of yoga as well, because being tall and just trying to help my running, mm. rather than just do static stretches, Doing yoga once a week, or yeah, just really so being tall helps. You think with that with um? Just no, no, tall doesn't help when you're running, etc. Oh no, but I mean, they're doing doing those activities. The, the, oh, the, the yoga life. really yeah. helps, yeah. yeah. And then when I busted my back, I remember going down to the fitness festival on Castlefield that's been running 
last few summers. Oh yeah, the one they have in the yeah, that's right. Yeah, which now I think there's an entry fee or something to, to get oh, into. Is it. There? Yeah, oh, I think so. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I know that one. Yeah. And they had um, a Plate studio there, um, and I was intrigued and I was keen to explore different things. I remember taking their card and not really doing anything about it, and then bumping into a couple other people that actually used this studio. So I thought oh, I'll give it a go, and I absolutely loved it because it was mm. like, it was like yoga, the benefits of the stretching. But it was more core and power based. Yeah. Um, and from a running perspective, it's all about obviously your extremities doing the work. But are you in balance? Are your hips balanced? Are your shoulders balanced? And I just felt it was like, oh my god, this is a revelation. Mm. And importantly, it helped strengthen what was a weak back that just had surgery. So yeah. I found it sort of five months after. Okay. So yeah, I, I do that weekly. I teach a little class <coughs> now at the local gym. Okay. I'm just yeah, I'm a bit of a Pilates nerd these days. Nice. So you're still te- you're still teaching that class then? And yeah, it- yeah, just an informal class in my local gym, and I still use the studio for one to ones. Everybody Pilates down Palmerston Road, just fab, really good, really good studio. Really so you've managed teachers. you've managed to incorporate some of the Pilates stuff that you've learned at the studio to to put together a class that benefits runners in particular, or is it would it be all? Yeah, all I've done that before and sort of. Tri- helped Amy construct a um, Pilates for runners that she just took to a different level and does a really good class now um, but I just do I just basically did it as an introduction to Pilates trying to spread the word at my local gym okay. um, and when their Pilates uh, teacher left at the gym I was just asked well could you sort of just show a few people what you do and I did and I've been doing it now for a year and a half so. that's brilliant that's really kind of yeah. you've helped, helped a lot well, I don't get paid so. I just do it because I'm trying to spread the word and yeah, yeah. That's, that's absolutely fantastic again it just shows the love in the running community doesn't it it's yeah just, yeah. and it makes me a more efficient runner so you know what we're like we're always trying to find small yeah. improvements marginal gains and all that to just mm. help and it just I don't want to do static stretching I want to do something that actually is a bit more dynamic and strengthens me yeah yeah for sure and uh, your, your paddle boarding, I guess that's uh, kind of good, good for the core and good for the mind, and yeah, especially in the summer. Yeah, well, you know what it's like. You're pounding the streets all the time. Pilates is proper hard work when uh, yeah. you go up. I've the, had a session, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> you get into advanced Pilates, and yeah, it's proper hard core work. But paddle boarding is just proper elemental. Um, I used to windsurf badly, mm-hmm. and just too much kit and faff. Paddleboard, again, simple. Stand up with a paddle in your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can just potter up and down there's a really good uh, paddleboard community in South Sea uh, my wife does it my daughters do it and it's the one thing I do that's proper chilled mm. and it's just yeah really nice and we're, we're spoiled where we live aren't we with the seafront so. yeah. I'm still not happy in the summertime when uh, when there's a nice calm morning when it's beautiful outside and stuff and I see you paddleboarding yeah. and me running yeah. I'm like no Jace no yeah, yeah. get us on the pavement yeah. <laughs> yeah no my running does diminish in the summer a bit more as I do a bit more yeah. um but the other thing that I found this year that's helped is um, fixed wheel cycling. Where obviously I've always cycled all my life. Mm-hmm. I went over to a fixie this year, okay. and that's been quite, I think, helped a lot as going plant based and Pilates. Fixed wheel cycling, where you're never coasting on your pedals, mm-hmm. you're always pedaling and you're trying to slow down by resisting the pedals ah, right. I think that's helped with my running cause... I was going to ask what fixed wheel, fixed wheel was because I thought it was maybe a, a static bike that was on, on a... no it's just a hub is fixed to the wheel okay. so that you can't just coast if you stop pedalling the bike tries to stop You don't, it doesn't throw you off or anything but it will just flick your legs round again ah uh, gotcha so right. you're always pedalling a bit like running okay if you just keep that movement running, going yeah if you're not running you're walking or you're stopped mm-hmm. that's why I love running you're either running or you're not 
Okay. A bit like fixed wheel cycling. If you're cycling, you're either pedaling mm. or you're not and you're stopped. And I think that's helped with my general power in my legs as well. So, okay. so if anybody wants to ch- come, come and ch- chat to you yeah. again about paddleboarding, Pilates, even a bit of yoga and stuff, yeah, or anything with the cycling, then uh, yeah, Jason, Jason's your man. Yeah, chatty. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're, so uh, listen, where where can um, listeners find you and stuff? Do you have a, do you have a social presence or anything like that where they can they can get in touch with you if if they so happened? You don't have to share it. Yeah, no, but, um, I, I've, um, I've you, really got yeah. a social presence. I'm on Strava and. So, so you're on, on Twitter Facebook. on Strava. So Jason Skiro on Strava if you want yeah, to find him Facebook. on there. Or if they want to contact you, it's absolutely. Yeah, always just, as I say, just You've like... You've got an Instagram account, but you, oh, it's yes, not, yeah, it's I not use heavily that used. Bit. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I just like to spread the word so anyone I can help, no problem at all because... Yeah, or South Sea Park Run, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Or just give me a beep along the Eastern Ride. If you can keep... If you can keep <laughs> up right, now listen, now the way I wanted to end this, these shows, because this is the first show, um, is by some quick fire questions which I'm going to call our recovery mm. questions right <laughs> uh, we're in the, like we're in the recovery yeah. now right so I think we've covered like a lot about your running and stuff so yeah I really really appreciate it it's, it's been really really interesting and um, very inspiring so I'm hoping that uh, a lot of the listeners out there are going to find it very interesting and I'm going to kick off now with a question so um, do you have a favourite route in and around Portsmouth ooh I think my two playgrounds are definitely the Round the Island Run, because yep. it's a perfect half marathon from my house all the way around. Especially now that they've opened the path. Yeah, and now like the coastal defences are really good, and by the Lido is really good. And it's just like not living in a really crowded city when you do that run. Mm. It's just really nice. But my playground um, has also been the Portsdown as well. Portsdown. I used to work up on top of there where all the radars are and that. And that's got some really hidden gems of hills. And mm. we, you and I have been up there many a time. Pigeon House Lane and Crooked Walk. Crooked and, Walk Lane. Oh. Well, when that tree almost, you came down. I, just, I nearly just got hit by a tree. Yeah. Yeah, a, a falling tree. Yeah, you've got <laughs> horses up there, cows. And again, some great views. Great views. So those are my two favourite races. Okay, fantastic. Um, have you got a favourite race or race organiser? Definitely Centurion. Just, okay. yeah. James Elson, Dan Lawson. Just, just, uh, yeah. And, just my face and I love their podcast so yeah fantastic um, what but you, race wise probably the Isle of Wight the 100 kilometre what last year I, you know, I've still got to do really that really hot and I always remember my wife phoning me up and I was about 50 miles in and she said how are you getting on it and I said I'm just evaporating <laughs> <laughs> I was just this sweaty mess and just but it was a really good because I've done my first ever ultra was that one in uh a multi-day a multi-day and then you went so back to, to go back to day. do it last year as a hundred kilometre in one go was just phenomenal just loved and, it and uh, tell everyone what place you finished yeah it did alright yeah second I was alright yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> podium finish yeah yeah it was, yeah, was alright and just but yeah cracking day and just yeah met some really lovely people and great yeah. okay so um, have you got a favourite distance to run can be anything. Ooh, it's got to be the hundred miles. It's okay. just special. It's just Nothing special. Hundred miles, hard, but special. I think a lot of people will think you're crazy, but <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, have you got a favourite post-race meal, drink, or anything? Kind of like some kind of thing you do after a race. Ah, oh, what's your? What's I your usually find thing? my guts are just jiggling around still after a race. But the thing I found after the ten to five hundred this year was I had it in my bag for the end of race was a ginger uh, alcoholic ginger beer because obviously ginger's so great and honestly that just was like obviously there's alcohol in it sugars and the ginger 
and honestly that really that's my now go to at the end of a race I've got a, uh, brilliant okay I'll have, to, I'll have to try that sometime <laughs> <laughs> uh, what shoes are you currently running in oh Hocker Clifton 6 yes wide fitting wide foot wide, wide foot yeah because yep. I found Hocker's that's when I first did the South Dunsway 50 I ran in Rapa Nui's they don't even do them anymore mm-hmm. um but I just couldn't get on with them because they were too narrow and I've been waiting and waiting and finally they brought out the Cliftons at the five in a wide fitting. Mm-hmm. Was it the five? I think was their first one. I think the five was, was wide, yeah. Yeah, and I got it last year and did the events last year. And yeah, as a four foot runner as well, they've been a bit of a revelation. Going and how do you find the six? I mean, the six, oh, isn't it just a fantastic Best shoe I've ever had. Like, yeah. Well, I, have, it, I haven't read a single bad thing about, about them at all. Looks great, rides great, mm. lasts, like I'm a good five six hundred miles in yeah and the squish is still there yeah yeah fantastic shoe if yeah. you haven't tried the clifton six go and try it oh yes yeah <laughs> um do you have a or oh, can you tell us something embarrassing that's happened in any of your races any any funny story or anything embarrassing um could be the eastern road story it's up to you but I'm yeah just... <laughs> yeah I, I run don't a, hold back yeah <laughs> yeah i run a curry club at work and i do like a curry um but actually, it'd been you and um, Colin, you and myself had gone out for a curry, haven't we? Yes. Um, and I do like my Vindaloo's and my Files, so I like them hot. Um, and I'd forgotten that I had my usual commute into work the next day. Um, and we had a really nice curry, few beers, nothing too mad, lovely evening, got up. And I think I needed, I think it was six nature breaks on the way to work. <laughs> six? Yeah. It's, that's that's impressive. T- yeah, it did take a while <laughs> to get to work, so... As a as a plant based person, your guts are pretty regular anyway. But yeah, I, I now always, if I'm doing curry run with you and Colin or with uh, work colleagues or anyone, I will not jiggle to work the next. Day. <laughs> <laughs> or, or if you do, you take some uh, toilet rolls that have been uh, in the fridge yeah, overnight. It was yeah. just <laughs> took me ages to get to work. <laughs> right, I've got, I call you know the um, if anybody knows the route going out of town from the Eastern Road. Um, as soon as you kind of come off of Bransbury Park and you, you hit the Eastern Road, there's a small little kind of like treed area to the left-hand side as you get onto the actual coastal path. And I, we call that now Jalfrazy Jungle. Oh, yes, Mr. Harvey. Yeah, Mr. Harvey, <laughs> when you're out there listening, man. Uh, Jalfrazy Jungle is the name. And uh, we'll, we'll leave it to the imagination. Yeah, I'll for, run past that tomorrow for, morning. For reasons why, yeah. Um, right, uh, can you recommend to the runners out there, or not recommend, can you tell runners out there um, any sound advice that you've got? Any 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 good piece of advice? You've given me loads over the years, so I can help you out, but I'm going to leave it to you. Um, I think... About running generally or whichever. I've, I've One of my little sayings, especially on an ultra, is just run within yourself. Beast yourself on your training. Like You're really good at emptying the tank when you're training, etc. But then on an ultra, you just want to keep it calm, run within yourself, because a lot of time for stuff, for stuff to go wrong, and it probably will if you're running... 50 miles or over so just run within yourself and keep stuff in the tank and just enjoy it just enjoy it sound advice jace brilliant thank you so much and uh yeah jason i'd like to say thanks um and thank you to the listeners for tuning in Uh, i think that's that's really been insightful and i hope you've kind of got a chance to share share your running experiences which is what the show is all about um so i appreciate you coming um cheers cheers dude (laughs) (laughs) we've been drinking beer while we've been recording this and uh yeah Chat to you soon. See yeah, you soon. Good luck with the future podcast. Thank you. Cheers, Take Dan. care, everybody. Cheers. See you soon.